ಅಜ್ಞಾನತಿಮಿರಾಂಧಸ್ಯಾನಾಂಜನಶಲಾಕೂರ್ವೇ ವಿದ್ಯಾಪೇಣ ಸಂಸ್ಥ ನಮಸ್ತೈ 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 ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಸಭಾ ನಮಃ ಸಭಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷಾ ಚೋ ದ ಟೈಟಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕ್ರಾಸ್ ರೋಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ತಂತ್ರ ಸಂಗೀತ ಅ ಕೇಸ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಆಫ್ ನಾದೋಪಾಸನೆಯ ಶ್ರೀವಿದ್ಯಾ ಅಟ್ ದಿ ಔಟ್ಸೈಡ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮೀ ಕ್ಲಾರಿಫೈ ದ ಟೈಟಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಯು ಮಸ್ಟ್ ಬಿ wondering why so many things at a time advaita tantra sangeeta and what is this nadopasanaya shri vidya nadopasanaya shri vidya is a composition of my guru my sangeeta guru brahmashri kollegal subramanyam garu and he was a shri vidya pasaka and these compositions are krutis which deal with the entire ritual of shri chakra puja so through a study of his compositions i wish to find the correlation between advaita and shri vidya tantra and also how sangeeta or our classical music is a mode or medium of expression of expressing the great values the concepts of advaita which are hidden in tantra so let me just quickly rush through uh, familiarizing you with the concept of how advaita is just not Uh, for recluse recluses or sanyasis that's the common perception that vedanta is for is not for day to day for day to day transactions it's just for sanyasis or gnanis in fact no science or art or any subject or, or any vidya can exist without the underlying core of advaita advaita runs through so many things and for example take vyakaranam we have shabda brahman the concept of shabda brahman as the supreme reality and in sangeeta we have for nadopasakas we have nada brahman and coming to yoga we have ishvara you take any field there is a supreme reality in that and a cursory study of the prakrana granthas and the basic texts of vedanta like say bhagavad gita will tell us that there is a karma kanda a upasana kanda and a gnana kanda this is the this shows the process through which a seeker evolves in a spiritual journey and <clears throat> in upasana karma and upasana kanda are very much um, what you say here seekers are blessed with an opportunity to engage or delve into the into whichever field of activity 
suits their disposition best. For a musician, it is music. And through sadhana of that music, he can, that helps him realize the supreme reality. Take any other artist, this, uh, this, uh, it's the same case. In Sanatana Dharma, we have two traditions, the Vaidika and the Agama, Agamika. From, uh, the Upavedas are part of the uh, Vaidika literature and in that we have Gandharva Veda from which we get Sangeeta. Then we have Agamika. In the Agamika tradition we have so many Agamas. For example, Shankaracharya being a very great Advaiti. Uh, so much so that the name of Shankara, Adi Shankaracharya is synonymous with Advaita Vedanta but yet he himself was instrumental in establishing the Shanmatha, the Shanmatha, he is called the Shanmatha Stapakacharya. So he wasn't against ritual worship. So we have Shakta, Vaishnava, Shaiva, etc. Agamas. And in Shakta Agama, we have Sri Vidya Tantra. Now, when we take up Upasana as an instrument in spiritual realization, for, sang for a Sangeetakara, for a musician, we have Nadopasana and for a Sri Vidyopasaka, we have Sri Vidya Upasana. Now, how do we bring these two together? Or rather, how did our Purvacharyas set the, uh, show us the path? Is it possible to bring both together? Let us see. So, first of all, we have the concept of Shabda Brahman or Nada Brahman. This is in Vyakarana and Sangeeta, we have both. What we say as Shabda in Vyakarana, it has so many meanings. Shabda is a word pregnant with meaning and it has n number of connotations. And Nada, we use it more uh, in, um, in connection with music. So, but in essence both are same. The concept of Shabda Brahman and Nada Brahman are same. Because even for in Vyakarana, the primordial sound is om, Omkara or Pranava and even for the Nadopasakas, they finally seek to, uh, seek to unite with the Pranava by doing Upasana of uh, Sangeeta, of Nada. And there are four stages of manifestation of sound. The subtlest being para. Then we have Pashyanti, Madhyama and Vaikhari. Vaikhari is the expressed speech, that which is heard by all of us. And the uh, preceding ones are subtler in nature as we go forward. And uh, the earliest reference to this is in the Rigveda, where we have the mantra, Chattvari Vak Parimitani Padani. Chattvari Vak Parimita Padani, and so on. And also, Bhartrihari in his Vakyapadiyam mentions Paravangmula Chakrastha, Madhyama, and so on. Now, what is Advaita in Sri Vidya? 
So in the tantras there are three kinds of external symbols used for worship. One is the tantra, then we have the yant uh, mantra and yantra. Here the most external one is the image cast in the form of a human, in the human form which is endowed with suprahuman divinity. And that is the tantra and here in Sri Vidya it is Mahatripura Sundari in the form of uh, Devi, Mother Goddess. And mantra, mantras are the subtlest forms. They are in the form of Bijaksharas. In case of Sri Vidya, we have the Panchadashi and Shodashi mantras. And mantra is power and uh, packaged in sound. That's the concept. So every mantra ha has a lot of power hidden in it. And the intention of the sadhaka is to realize this power by doing constant japa of that mantra. Then we have in between tantra and mantra we have the yantra which is the geometrical representation of the deity. So here it is in the form of Sri Chakra or Sri Yantra. Now the yantra, the geometrical representation is described by Sri Shankaracharya in his Saundarya Lahari in the verse, in the 11th shloka, Chaturbhi Shri Kanthai Shiva Yuvati Bhiv Pancha Bhirapi. The symbolic significance of the yantra is this. The central bindu of the Sri Chakra stands for Shiva Shakti in the causal state. And the bindu, it is the initial pushing forth of a Ghani Bhuta Shakti, that is it has huge potential to create the universe itself and here the Mahamaya in the form of Vimarsha and Shiva Parabrahman in the form of Prakasha. Now this Bindu is spoken of as three, Trirekha Bhihi by Sri Shankaracharya and why it is given as three? These are the three important directions, the dimensions in which the universe is created. One is Nada, one is Kala and the other is Bindu. And here we see the Nada as the primordial sound that is Omkara. And Kala is Kamakala or the desire to create. And this is represented in the Vedas as Bahusyam Prajayayeti, that may I be many. So here this is the desire to create the universe. And there are 44 triangles in all in the Sri Chakra in which in various konas, various deities are placed and these devatas are but emanations of the supreme deity that is Mahatripura Sundari. And what are called these devatas? These devatas are uh, nothing but the manifestations of the supreme power in the cosmic, cosmic and individual states. So we have a very famous uh, verse in the Bhagavad Gita also which says Devan bhavayatanena te, de te deva bhavayantu vaha parasparam bhavayanta shreyaf param avapsyatha So uh, it is just Yes Yes Now how do we do Nadopasana and express Srividyopasana through that? In this, the first one, first Acharya who showed us the way was Sri Muthuswami Dikshitar. 
he has he was also a shri vidya upasaka as well as nada upasaka and he has composed the kamalamba the abhayamba and nilodpalamba navavarana krutis so he expressed the cent the central component of a shri chakra puja is the navavarana puja and he has brought them out in the form of mus uh, in musical form in kruti form and these krutis are said to contain the bijaksharas in them now in the same path come came my guru shri brahmashri kollegal subramanyam and he he being a shri vidya shri vidya upasaka he took it upon himself to describe the entire puja not only the navavarana puja the entire puja beginning with the um, chatu uh, beginning with the guru mandala puja and chaturay chaturayatana puja going through tithi nitya puja and dandanatha rajashyamala and then the navavarana compo uh, central component followed by shadadhara shadvidya krutis he concludes the kruti mala with dwamnaya and chaturamnaya krutis and a mangala shasana so uh, in his krutis we find a lot of um significant advaitic terms which are in which are used in shri vidya tantra now as nadopasana is an act of worshipful dedication and reveling in this ecstasy of nada the musician inches closer to the realization of the nada brahman this is also said by shri tyagaraja swami in his kruti nada loludai brahmananda mandave and my conclude my observations and conclusions here are a sadhaka in his spiritual journey he has to pass through the karmakanda upasana kanda and jnana kanda and for chitta shuddhi he practices karma yoga whereas by upasana he gets chitta ekagrata so while doing nadopasana by doing nadopasana or shri vidyopasana for that matter he gains chitta ekagrata single pointedness of mind which will help him to go into the fifth uh, the fifth level of the chitta that is niruddha there are five levels avasthas of the chitta uh, and the fourth being ekagra fifth is niruddha that is complete dissolution of the mind and cessation of all thoughts this is the point of samadhi and shri the ultimate aim of shri vidya upasana also is parabrahma avapti now in the bhakti marga devata upasana takes precedence and singing the glories of the ishta devata to through uh, the kirtanam there are so many navavidha bhakti margas and kirtanam which is part of sangeeta the main intention of our classical music especially in carnatic classical we find glories of the gods being sung and through this we uh, the musician intends or seeks to attain liberation or communion with the uh, ultimate nada brahman here i wouldn't say that nada brahman is the same as para brahman because even in maitrayini upanishad we have the uh, famous verse dve brahmani veditavye shabda brahma param chatat ಶಬ್ದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣಿ ನಿಷ್ಣಾತ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಿ ಗಚ್ಚತಿ ಸೊ ಶಬ್ 
whichever brahman is the supreme reality in your field of activity if you are able to um attain communion with that brahman that is the next step that is the step prior to achieving the para brahman to uh, gaining communion with para brahman so that is the that is true with nada brahman too madam uh, please conclude yes please conclude so from this exposition we find that the sect of shri vidya draws heavily from advaita as its philosophical backbone and from yoga shastra as its procedural guide the concept of prakriti purusha of the sankhyas is also has also not been left it represents the shiva shakti embodiment of the cosmos thank you thank you very much any question is there any question as we know shri vidya cult is closer to the shaiva tradition than the advaita tradition do you agree with it uh, is the shaiva tradition uh, in opposition to the advaita tradition sir <laughs> that you have to decide <laughs> so i um, i myself have a question in this uh, regard to the esteemed scholars here when we see uh, like i said shiva parabrahman is the prakasha and maya in the form of shri vidya or mahatripura sundari is the vimarsha she projects into the universe as the universe so in shri chakra upasana the sadhaka is actually doing upasana of the shri chakra which is the diagrammatic representation of the devi or the universe itself the cosmos itself so doesn't it mean for a vedanti for advaita vedanti does it it mean that we are doing upasana of maya rather than parabrahman of shiva it is a controversial issue sir what you said is right it is a controversial issue most of the advaitins do not agree with uh, shri vidya and par with uh, uh, this thing but still she wanted to write something <laughs> uh, historically speaking kashmir shaivism what they branded as kashmir shaivism is the place where all these things start and then it has been taken into shri vidya in the south uh, in a strand of that and there is a keralaya tantra also and this keralaya tantra borrows a lot from kashmir shaivism and from within the shiva tribujas and shakti tribujas those who focus on shiva tribujas uh, look at it as shaivism kashmir shaivism and those who look at that as look at that as shaktiya if they look uh, focus on shakti tribujas and the shakti point of view so these names of uh, shaivism shaivism is such a big one it's not monolithic if we are talking of uh, shaivism is it veera shaivism pashupata shaivism karana shaiv which shaivism are we talking about but if he is interested in kashmir shaivism yes it is uh, uh, kashmir shaivism modified into shri vidya yeah. one more question you said I will be presenting in fact the same theme would be presented in the concert today at 9 o'clock so that's why i desisted from singing anything now yes
have your question. Yes, you say. Yes. You say that Nadovasanaya Shri Vidya and it is Tantra also. Does any of the Shri Vidya Tantra uh, prescribe or tell that one can attain Shri Vidya highest realization through Nada? Is there any tantric, any textual statement for that? No, I am not aware of that. If you have been there, my exposure been. to this Shri Vidya Tantra is uh, only through my guru in the yes. experiential form. Okay. I have not uh, yes. studied academically. Yes, it would have been nice if you find the textual source yeah. from the Mula Tantra. Yeah, then how I it has been followed by Muthuswami Dikshitar and your guru and others. Yes. And also one more point, since Muthuswami Dikshitar himself has given the all the Navavarna in the Kamalamba Navavarna, etc. In what way your guru's Kriti is different or the same? Is the elaboration of that that would have been better uh, had you presented uh, that, that topic? That goes out of my uh, context. My <coughs> intention here was to bring out the Advaita yeah. in it. Yeah, That's that a different paper no, altogether. That is very much relevant to your topic now. But you have digressed upon the earlier one, which is generally known. But you should have concentrated on this topic. Mm. How this Nadavapasana and this, you also mentioned mm. about Muthusamhi Dikshitar. So how they differ? Yeah. Gane Ganeshanji is an expert in the history of Sri Vidya, its connection to the earlier Shaivism and all that. He has done enormous historical manuscriptological work on uh, these aspects. But Ganeshanji, let me tell you, there is a book called Swararnava Tantra. Uh, and it is also modified into another book called Swararnava Sudhakara. And uh, 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 V. Raghavanji mentions that to be the book used by uh, Tyagaraja Swami. And uh, Tyagaraja Swami mentions in one of the Kritis that he got this book from Narada himself. Uh, and uh, V. Raghavanji, because he is an Indologist, he wants to suspect Narada there. He says probably some sadhu. Some Bairagi came to his house and gave it and he considers that Bairagi, that Sadhu, to be Narada's uh, incarnation. And that book, uh, Raghavanji could procure a copy of that book and he talks about the textual critical aspects of that book and all that. Parnada Brahmopasana. Yes. 